0: Good morning all, welcome to today's Cancer Healing Journey Talks. Myself, Annie Joes from Community Outreach team of Zenonco.io and Love Heals Cancer. Cancer Healing Journey Talks helps cancer survivors and caregivers to share their journey with vast number of survivors and caregivers who have traveled or been traveling through this journey. This can inspire and motivate them for their faster recovery as well. I would like to introduce today's speaker, Himanshu Jain. He's a caregiver to his mother. So over to you, Himanshu. Can you please uh, give an introduction and talk about your mother's journey?
1: Hey, hi, morning, and uh, thanks for this platform. <clears throat> Personally, I'm no—I'm just not a caregiver as such. She's my mother, and it's been a family—the entire involvement of every single person, which is me, my family, my wife, my kids. Every single person is involved in this whole thing. Quick about us, uh, so. You know, we've been in Mumbai for last about 25 years as such. Uh, My mother got diagnosed uh, with brain cancer. So that was in 96, 96 to be precise. And, uh, you know, it was early days. Uh, The cancer was not even heard by many set of people. It was not a very, I would say, a name which was being known by many households. So, when I got to know, I was, I think, just about 2021 20, then. And uh, I was uh, pursuing my academics. And uh, I couldn't even comprehend what has gone wrong. So, we moved her to Ahmedabad. We, they, my parents were staying in Rajasthan there. And there she underwent a surgery and posed that a prolonged phase of radiotherapy then. So, it was the phase of 96, 97. And to, uh, I would say, a good extent, she got cured uh, for the first uh, year or so. And uh, then suddenly, she got to a stage where she was completely bedridden. And there was a mini-stroke along with that. And uh, that left her completely bedridden and uh, unconscious. Now, it was a very uh, unique state where she could eat by herself when the food was given to her, uh, through a spoon or in case if you're taking your hand uh, next to her mouth. And she could do all her routine stuff, including her urination and other things, also quite properly. But it was all on the bed. So that was uh, the first, if you ask me, a real uh, jolt to us in terms of how to now manage her. Uh, considering somebody who was so active, who was involved in everything. She took care of home, you know, almost 3,000 odd square feet. She used to manage by herself. Every single corner of the house used to be absolutely uh, neat and clean. And that was all to her. Now, just imagine a person like her suddenly becoming a, in the pre, in the state what we could never even thought so or desired so. Long story short, uh, it was uh, paralysis. And uh, she came out of that paralysis after about two, two and a half months. In the interim, as I said, uh, whatever we could do, we we did that in that phase. She was kept in uh, good shape, good hygiene. She didn't uh, put on a lot of weight, uh, considering that we were quite uh, observant about her diet. Uh, In about 97 and early 98, she came out of uh, that phase. Of coma, and the process, she lost her complete memory, and uh, there was no recognition. It was just about that she's been uh, there with all of us. So it was a tricky situation. So she could say that she is hungry. She could say that she has to go to washroom. She could say, uh, you know, that yes, uh, she's 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 feeling some headache. However, beyond that, there is nothing. So there was no recognition of my late father or no recognition of any of the family members. And so it was more in terms of seeing her and observing her and uh, looking at her and realizing how her day is. So on any given day, she used to look dull. Then you have to kind of probe her while she's looking dull. On a certain given day, she was looking quite okay-ish. So idea, it was more of a journey whereby you have to observe her very closely from close quarters. And kind of see her that, yes, what could be the potential reasons that that day state of her is, say, for example, she would just not say a word and she will keep her eyes shut and slightly head bent down. And now then you have to just go and nudge her and just check what exactly. And then you have to check her temperature. You have to check her blood pressure. You have to check all of those other parameters. And uh, uh, that's how you could come to a certain conclusion that yes, potentially these are ABC reasons, as such. So, this hidden trial continued. And now, today, uh, you know, it was, if I say so, uh, this this been about 25 years uh, since she got diagnosed with cancer. And uh, she's still with us. Uh, and I, I, I give all credit to my late father, the amount of dedication, the way he managed her, the way he single handedly uh, devoted his life towards her well being, her cause, unbelievable. So, the idea is we, you know, if, if you ask me, uh, I'm sure there are many other set of people must have shared experiences. Uh, we have not done anything extraordinarily. What we have done is only two D's: discipline and dedication. I think that all talks about her journey and on top her personal willpower. So she lived like a normal schedule. In last 15 years, there is not a single day when her diet got changed. In last 15 years, there is not a single time her meal time even got changed by few minutes. So these are two things which I think. Prolong her life and I'm pleased to inform on this platform she is not on any medication in the last 12 years other than her uh, medication for a bit of thyroid and a bit of uh, you know uh, base medicine for her diabetes which was a cause over a period of time got detected other than that there is nothing when it comes to her cancer and if you ask me uh, whether we got her tested. I think in last 10 years, we haven't haven't even got tested as well. What is the state of humor? Where is it? Because she's in a good state. She's not complaining anything. She's not in pain at all. She's been living a normal life. However, she's dependent. So idea is you have to be observant. You have to be careful. And now considering we all have our own schedule as so there is a dedicated 24 by 7 support system for her. There's a lady who's there with her who helps her because now she's turning going to be 80 in a few years. So, idea is she should not fall in the washroom. She should be well taken care of. So, you have to just direct her. You have to just be observant like a young kid. You know, when there's about a kid which is about one or two years old who knows certain things, but still you need to be around the small baby to make sure that the kid is being well directed. I think the same thing is, is her state of affairs. So I would encourage uh, all the people, those who've been uh, in a similar situation, is these two Ds, dedication and discipline. Just make sure that you follow uh, a, a pattern, a diet, and just ensure just love and care. I think these, these are some of those basics. The way we handle a small baby, the way we handle a small kid, a cancer survivor needs a similar attention, a similar care, and making sure that, yes, they live a good life. Uh, Well, I I would uh, maybe, in subsequent any other opportunity, I'll get her also along with me on the video so that you can see her present state. But all I can tell you is is, it is all about nurturing. It's all about being observant it's all about not panicking and just trying and seeing that, yes, what the person is behaving. Because please understand, it's a, if a person is not communicating, not speaking, can't even comprehend that what that person is feeling, then it is all about your own judgment on that given day or that situation and making sure that you kind of figure it out that, yes, what? Where exactly is the problem area? And all I see is today, my kids, my wife, every single person is around her, making sure that she's been given, she's been put at all comfort, and even a small thing if she does here and there, there are somebody who is observing other than the caretaker. So please uh, be slightly, uh, you know, vigilant, and just make sure that the cancer's a patient is treated like a small baby i think they will live a good life uh, relatively a painless pain free life i would say not painless life, pain free life and making sure that yes the quality of life doesn't deteriorate and finally all i one more thing which i would add people try to see them as a sick person they are you know they they, they will look at that yes They are not in here. their best of the health. Please get this thought out. It's a condition. Body has uh, antibodies to fight it out. There are medications. There are things that anyway working on it. Treat them like a normal life. She, before uh, the pandemic, she used to go down for her walks along with the caretaker or along with one of us at least twice a day. She's been put under sunlight. So that at least morning sun, so at least she is getting her vitamin D, etc. Sun is anyway very good healing has healing properties as well. So limited point is let the person leads a normal active life. This is her condition. So if somebody is completely bedridden, you cannot take the person out for walk or anything. But if a person has their gently nudge, gently push, so that they also live a normal life. They also step out of home, meet two, three, four, five people while taking a walk, see faces around. Otherwise, it's very frustrating for anybody, be it somebody who's a patient, be somebody who those people, those who are around as a caregiver. So all I would say is encourage everybody that everybody should try making them feel that they are not sick. It's a lifestyle condition that has been hit. And idea is to move and try living a normal life. So that's about... uh, our journey and uh, again there is a fair bit of support, fair bit of help, fair bit of I would say love and affection which has come from our support staff, extremely thankful to them I think these are set of people who make your life easy so idea is if you treat them, your support staff and your people, those who are direct caretaker also uh, because family cannot involve every state you also need to rest out, you also need to sleep in the night, so idea is those who are working or those who are supporting and assisting in a night be gentle be but generous and i assure you the way you are going to treat them those set of people are going to treat the person the patient or the care care taker so idea is be, be be nice to people those who are around it's a it's possibly it's a, it's a it's a long journey and idea is you have to live a normal life thank you so much anything from your point of view happy to address. And uh, if there are any more queries, uh, please drop me a text. Happy to answer.
0: All right, Himanshu. So thank you so much. Um, so that was a valuable insight. So just wondering, like, uh, how did you guys manage your whole emotional well-being as a family? So who was the support system for your family throughout the whole process?
1: So it's very important uh, for everybody to Feel that yes, uh, this is this is something which has come as a crude shock. You have to absorb it, and you have to move ahead in terms of how you can uh, ensure the patient being well taken care of. That's one. Second is instead of brooding over, uh, you know, why it happened to the person, why us. Uh, what next instead of getting into those anxiety modes think about the person those who is going through the state make sure you are putting that person at comfort so my late father very very pragmatic very very uh, i would say strong man he ensured that whatever happened it's destiny you cannot change absorb it idea is to look at ways and means how we can make her life at ease, comfortable, and what are the best possible ways and means to treat, be it in terms of aligning with the doctors or medical setup or any other research which is going on. I mean, he used to read hours and hours and hours on this topic and making sure that yes, whatever good things, good practices he picked up, he implemented around her. So, instead of being feeling that yes, you know, completely uh, let down, completely uh, jaded, completely, uh, you know, uh, emotionally shattered, I would encourage people, it's a state which has come, take it as a challenge, fight it out. Anyway, patient is going through a lot of pain, a lot of trauma. Idea is, if as a family, you also show, then it's going to be The condition is only going to go worse. Condition is not going to improve. So I would encourage everybody that yes, accept it and try to move on by thinking about the best possible care, best possible medical advice and making sure that you all live a normal life. Let the life should not
0: stop. All right. Thank you so much, Nmanushu. So I'm pretty sure that this will inspire and motivate uh the cancer survivors who are currently going through the journey or who have been through the journey so thank you so much once again yeah
1: thank you Bye bye